The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Jesus came into the district of Judea and across the Jordan. Again, crowds gathered around him, and as was his custom, he again taught them. The Pharisees approached him and asked, Is it lawful for a husband to divorce his wife? They were testing him. He said to them in reply, What did Moses command you? They replied, Moses permitted a husband to write a bill of divorce and dismiss her. But Jesus told them, Because of the hardness of your hearts, he wrote you this commandment. But from the beginning of creation, God made them male and female. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So they no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, no human being must separate. In the house, the disciples again questioned Jesus about this. He said to them, Whoever divorces his wife and marries another commits adultery against her. And if she divorces her husband and marries another, she commits adultery. The Gospel of the Lord. Good morning. Well, the gospel reading seems to have a very clear question that everyone would have. It's about divorce and marriage. But I think there's something more here uh, because when I look at the disciples, they ask a question. Jesus gives a pretty clear answer. And they come back and they ask another question. It seems like there's a question behind the question. And I think our first reading really prompts us to go to that. As James says, let your yes be yes and your no be no. It's simple. It's not difficult. So even though this is an important question about divorce and marriage, it's really about the hardening of their hearts. They only wanted to hear the answer they wanted. They weren't open to hear the answer that Jesus had for them. It's about the hardening of their hearts. Now, you know me, I like to, when I see something like hardening of hearts, I really want to look at, well, what what did he really mean by that? And, of course, it's interesting. Um, The word, it's a single word for hardening of heart. Sclerocardia. It's two words brought together. It's one word in Greek. The first is scleros. It's really translated in sclerosis. And cardia, that's where we get cardiac. That's where we get heart. Isn't that interesting? Sclerosis of the heart. I I really found it interesting that in America today, the number one killer of people is Sickness of the heart, heart disease. So really, sickness of the physical heart kills us, and hardening of the spiritual heart kills us. Isn't that amazing? So as we get to Lent, I really started thinking about this is the time where we 
soften our heart. We clean our heart. And again, I was kind of amazed. So on Ash Wednesday, when we start Lent, um, the responsorial psalm will be that great penitential psalm that David wrote, Psalm 51. And you might recognize one of the lines in that. It says, Create for me a pure heart, O God. Renew a steadfast spirit within me. That's really what we're trying to do during Lent, isn't it? But again, when we look at the words of create a, for me, a pure heart, again, it's fascinating. In the Greek version, so the Septuagint, which was the translation from Hebrew to Greek, that there are two words. The first word is katharos, where we get the word catheter. And the second word is the same one we already talked about, cardia, cardiac. Isn't it amazing? Cardiac catheterization. So if you've got a heart issue today, they might use cardiac, they, they put a catheter in you to try and clean out or understand what's going wrong with your heart. So in that Psalm 51, again, we're looking at cleaning the heart. That's really what we're looking for during Lent. Purity of heart. So when we look at uh, almsgiving and prayer and uh, the things that we do for Lent, all the activities that uh, we try to get closer and understand our sinfulness, we're really coming closer to softening our heart. Now, for me, I like, again, kind of simple concepts of, okay, what is the goal I want for Lent? And I wanted to pass on a thought for you. You might consider it. Um, so I ran across a word. One of my daughters had an opportunity to interview a, a famous ex-football player and coach in uh, the name of Bill Curry. And he has a word that he uses quite a bit. Magna nimitus. Magna nimitas. And it's about greatness of spirit and soul. And Aquinas said this about that. Only the person who has come to realize what gifts are his or hers in the dignity of being created by a loving and generous God, only then can he imitate that creative love and generosity by serving others, submitting to them according to the patterns of Christ. In Lent, what we're really trying to do in all the things in cleansing and softening our hearts is to really learn about what God made us and let the soul be great. Let the soul come out so that by the time we reach Easter and ultimately by the time Pentecost, when we receive the gifts of the Holy Spirit, we allow them to work through us so that we have magnimitas, we have greatness of soul that's able to come out and serve the world. So that's a thought as you think about moving towards Lent and Ash Wednesday next week.